Big Hero 6, are they the animated Avengers that Disney and Marvel were looking for? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is PopScore. Welcome to Pop School and the Foul Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Big Hero 6. We managed to see this on a Disney Advanced Preview, which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome, so three weeks before the UK release. Uh, if you are listening from America, this has probably been out about two, three months already. About that, yes. Yeah. It's really not an Advanced Preview for anybody <laughs> in America. No, but for anybody not living in the States, it's, it's pretty good. We're, we're well ahead of the bandwagon, which is really nice. Empire haven't got anything about this movie yet, and uh, here we are. Which is great. We've beaten Empire. We've beaten Empire. Okay. There we are. That's good, a... good times all around. I, I still think they probably make more money than us. Yeah. And have more fans. Well, and I mean, better, there is... And better hair. They have to have better hair than the smart people. It's impossible not to have better hair than Can't me. argue with that, really, can I? No. Anyway, so, Big Hero 6. Disney Animation at the helm of this one, uh, based on a Marvel property. A very, very lesser-known Marvel pop- property. Lower down the rung than even Guardians of the Galaxy. To the point that I don't even think there was a Marvel credit anywhere on the movie. There wasn't, which was weird. Apart from at the end where it did say based on the Marvel thing. I mean, there wasn't a logo. There wasn't like the Turnbook logo at the beginning, which which everyone loves. I can't do the... (laughs) It does just sound like you're doing an impressive machine gun. (laughs) No, I can't do an impressive machine gun. I can do a so-so flipping of pages. Anyway, there wasn't any of that. The, the, The ties to the Marvel stuff, um, pretty much non-existent, really. I'm guessing you've read the comic book. No, actually. Now, I didn't do my research. I've, okay, I've, I've done my research. I've not read all of the comics because there's not that many and they're in and among series that right. I really don't have an interest in. Right. Um, I'll, I'll come to talk about the comic stuff later, but let's let's talk about the movie first. Okay. So, based upon the very, very lesser known Marvel franchise, but, mm. ed- but changed in so many ways so that it just resembles another Disney movie, really. Yeah. I think that's the biggest... I think that's the biggest backhanded compliment you can give something to say that it looks like every other Disney movie. Well, Disney do, do traditionally have made the best animated movies around, so to say it's like a Disney movie is not necessarily a backhanded compliment. I don't think it would have been had this come out several years ago, say, like Finding Nemo time. Uh, but now yeah. in the post-Avengers landscape, to say it's more of a Disney movie than a Marvel movie yeah. is a backhanded compliment, really. But it, it's not saying that the movie's bad at all. No. So should we just get our initial thoughts out of the way? Because yes. this is where we differ. It, Coming it out of the screening, we knew this is where we differed. Yes. Um, like I said, I, I had already set up my, okay, Michael, we get it, you like Big Hero 6 running joke that's probably going to run for about six months, I think. Yeah, probably. Uh, we'll get some good run of that. Um, but I, I so I, I presumed you were going to like it. I went in more open-minded, but safe in the knowledge that it was a kids' movie. Yeah, hoping it would transcend, and I just think it was just it was okay. I'm afraid I'm not having any like visceral towards it. I'm not angry at it. I don't think it was bad, but I just don't think it was anything special. It was run of the mill. Mm, yeah. But you, on the other hand, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoy it less thinking about it, if that makes sense. I don't. I definitely enjoyed it more than you. I still enjoy it more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think the biggest gripe I have against the film is that it does it really underestimates its audience, which I think is a big cardinal sin and something which Disney movies haven't done in the past but seem to be doing now. Oh, okay. In what way does it? Okay, let me put it this way: the the movie is very short for an animated movie based on a superhero property. It is. It's a very short film. To me, it kind of feels like the entire film is reliant upon kids having short attention spans and it does quickly break through all the plot points as quick as it can just so it can get to the big sparkly action bits or yeah. the funny bits with Baymax, for example. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like the movie's got no hope in terms of the attention span of its audience, which I think is a bit disheartening, mainly because the, the children who will enjoy Big Hero 6 have almost undoubtedly also watched The Avengers and managed to sit through all the character building of that and still enjoyed it. Right, but I, I right. This is this is my main irksome point. It's not so much with you. Okay, it's with to put my point into context. Before the movie, we were treated to the Shaun the Sheep movie trailer. <laughs> Did I say the Shaun the Sheep? <laughs> the Shaun. The the Shaun. Wait, stop. The space Shaun the Sheep movie trailer. Yeah, and it's clearly meant for young children, but at the end. Um, fell in same member Chris still felt the need to lean over to me and goes well that looks pretty shit and I said well we aren't five years old Chris I don't think it's meant for us <laughs> so I I think because I remember liking movies as a kid that I didn't really get my head around but just liked them for like Jurassic Park there's no way in hell I understood everything that was going on the first time I watched Jurassic Park but there was dinosaurs and they were running and eating people um, probably the same thing with Star Wars I probably didn't enjoy it I enjoyed the lightsabers and the star fighting, but I probably didn't get the story all that much. So, those kids may have enjoyed the Avengers, but there is a lot of flashy accent in that movie that probably... They were probably, like, a bit distracted when it was all the talky-talky politic... Politic? Ugh. Politics of the thing. So, I don't think that's too much of a stroke against it. But there are other things that it does that I feel it could have done without. It does seem to veer more towards the childish at times. And I think that's... If there is a disappointment about this movie, which there aren't many, it is just that it's it's more heavily aimed at kids rather than family entertainment. I think if it had been family entertainment oriented, mm-hmm. having, you know, kind of like, okay, if it had the writing team of the first series of Spongebob, I feel like it could have been a better movie for all the family. Well done, Michael. Because the earlier series of Spongebob are fantastic. They're all good. They're all good. And then it got rubbish as they got new writing staff and realised uh, that, that they, happened... just, they could just do, like, yelling and it yeah. would be funny. That, happens to, that happened to The Simpsons, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you are right, but again, I don't think there was ever a, a, a conscious effort to make this family entertainment. I think Disney are going to stretch the Marvel brand quite thin. I don't mean to be disparaging about that, but they want to hit all graphics. I think this was their first foot forward into... Very kid orientated Marvel properties because they, they have they have the Avengers and everything else to kind of cover family entertainment and everything. Um, well, true. I mean, yeah, okay, okay the Avenger movies are more uh, are action but enjoyable by all the family, but by no means was like Guardians and Winter Soldier like specifically aimed for family, especially not no, Winter Soldier. No, not that's Winter Soldier. No, you got a you got a good point there. But that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. Captain America, who I, not many kids, especially in this country, are going to be running around going, "I want to be Captain America." You're going to want to be Iron Man or Thor, possibly Hulk. It's not saying that he's a bad character, but the, um, Disney probably recognised 
the kids aren't majorly into Captain America as opposed to these other people. So we can go more mature with his movies. They want to spread it quite thin. Hence the Daredevil stuff that's coming next uh, next year. Oh, I get to say this year. This year. Oh, um, yes. See, uh, this is this is the point I want to make. I Because I, I do think it was just an okay kids movie. But I by no means mean it's bad because I think that's all it ever wanted to be. It didn't want to be a, a transcending kids movie on the par with Toy Story and Shrek. Yes. I don't think it ever aimed to do that. It was it was going for the kids market and I think for what it was it hit it pretty well. Yeah. Um which we'll probably talk about the story a little bit. Yes, that'd probably help. Yes, so it centers on uh, a character called Hero. L- Point of order. Oh, are we going to discuss the because uh, this yeah. this 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 is the only thing that actively annoyed me about this movie. It kind movie. of annoyed me as well. I think I know what you're talking about. There, there were some plot points that I've kind of come to terms with because it was a kid's movie. But this one really annoyed me because it's set in San Francisco. Oh, I thought we were about something different. No, no, we are. Don't worry, I'm getting there. Um, so, a cross between San Francisco and Tokyo. Yep. That that was pretty stupid. I didn't like that. Okay. Okay, I know it's probably something from the comic book. but Not really. Uh, Oh, is it not? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, that just... the, the only reason they did that is so they could keep all of the character names pretty much verbatim um, and not... Or appeal to many markets. Yeah, possibly. And then not change, you know, the the, the distinct Japanese flavour okay. of it. If they, if, I mean, the, the original Big Hero 6 operated in and around Japan. That was the point. They were right. the Japanese Avengers, in oh. a sense. So they may have Americanised it for... For the Americans. For, funnily enough. Money! Oh, yeah, yeah uh... definitely. Definitely. <laughs> So, so, right. Funnily enough, uh, when it gets released in Japan, they're re-Japanising it, if that's a word. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's centred around Baymax, not Hero. Funny, that. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, see, the main guy's called the Hero... Uh, Hamada. 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 Which who, is not in the book, it's changed. I didn't think... Clearly he's meant to be, like, a, um, a bit Japanese, a bit American, no real distinct ethnicity. Though in the after, in the credits, he's drawn much more Oriental than he is anime. Yes, which was a bit weird. That was a bit odd. But oh, so, speak, speaking of credits, we will talk uh, very minor spoilers later on as well. Just yes. to let you know. We'll let you know when. Not yet. So so his name's Hero. Yes. And he's called Hero by most of the cast. But there's one person. <laughs> yeah, this is the bit. Who's called uh, Honey Lemon? Honey Lemon, who insists on calling him Hero, <laughs> giving it the Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that was weird. Do you know why that's even weirder? Because the member of the cast that was pronouncing it the right way wasn't the Japanese member of the cast. Yeah. That was Genesis Rodriguez. She's like Latino. That it it because it, it stuck out so prominently because no, because everyone would sound perfectly fine and then it was just like, oh, come and look at this hero. It was like they're just throwing the accent. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the affliction that all San Francisoans. Hmm. Hmm. You have to come for it. They'll say in American most of the time until they have to say something Japanese. Yeah. Hey, Pasta. Wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Admittedly, they didn't do that for the character actually called Wasabi. But that was, again, something that annoyed me. It's clearly an American movie made by Americans, but they're desperately trying to appeal to the Japanese. So they just call them Wasabi Honey Lemon. No, no, these are actually their names in, in the comic book as well. I know it, it wasn't meant to be racist, but it just <laughs> stuck out a little bit to me like, this seems a little racist. Yeah, okay. Honey Lemon's basically like the biggest rip on Cutie Honey ever. 
Who? Cutie Honey is a big Japanese thing. It's a big manga, anime, and live action film. It's a big thing in Japan, and it's the name's based off that. Does it have kittens? Uh, no, it's basically so. It's basically Does it have it, robots. It, 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 yes, yeah. it would be like if the Pink Power Ranger got her own spin-off series. That's what it would be like if over here. Christ. Yeah. Um, It'd be weird. Um, so I've just completely derailed your plot. That's fine. Analysis. That's fine. So we've got Hero, who's yeah. our hero. I'm going to call him Hero. Yeah. You call him Hero. Okay. And we'll just see through the process how annoying he is. <laughs> okay. Uh, but obviously the big breakout star of this movie is obviously Baymax. Baymax. <laughs> Well, we they don't. Do they don't do that. They no, don't. They don't. Um, We're bordering on racism. Now we are. That's like. why I have to stop. Um, <laughs> okay. We're just Jeremy Clarkson calms down. We won't talk about any slopes. <laughs> there we go. There's a slope what are you on. You've got to say it out loud, Michael. Whatever. It doesn't matter. What's happened to our kid? We're taking. <laughs> We're taking the mick out of something that's yes, should be are. taking the mick out yes, of. Yes, we are. There we go. Anyway, Baymax. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about Baymax. So the big breakout star of the movie, he is a robot built by Hero's brother Tadashi yeah. uh, as <laughs> as a, like a healthcare robot, but Hero wants to turn him into a fighting robot. Hero wants to turn him into a fighting robot. Um, and the movie is basically a big exploration of, of, of Baymax and Hero's relationship once... Uh, I think we should, should we throw up the spoiler? It happens five minutes in. Is this a spoiler? And it's in the trailer? No. Uh, spoiler alert! Okay, so once Tadashi, which is Hero's brother, dies in the first five minutes of the movie. Heavy? Yeah. Yes, it was pretty fucking heavy like, to begin with. This is a... Couldn't he just be injured? <laughs> couldn't he be in a coma or something? Why is he going to die in a fire? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that was pretty clever how how Baymax became the, the surrogate for Tadashi, like looking after Hero, mm-hmm. guiding Hero, helping Hero become... Better. It, it's more sort of about hero's mental state than anything else. Mm-hmm. The superhero stuff is all sort of like a an accidental outcome, if you will. Um, mainly because hero's a child and children like superheroes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much where that evolves from. But the the crux of the matter is how Baymax learns to understand um, not to, not to heal just uh, physical pain but emotional pain mm-hmm. and understands uh, the human way, if you will. So it's very much Terminator like, 2. Terminator 2 or AI if it were not shit. Oh, that's probably my least favourite movie of all time. It's rubbish. Um, so the other characters you've got, as we've already mentioned, you've got Honey Lemon, uh, you have Wasabi, uh, who actually I thought Wasabi was probably the most useful of the lot and got the least screen time. He really was. He, he was... had energy swords. He did. He was the most useful. Baymax couldn't hurt, hurt people because it's against his programming and Wasabi had friggin' energy swords. As Why? opposed to little discs. Yeah, who it's... did get the most screen time, which is yeah. Go Go Tamago. Or Tamago. Oh, God. Again, rip straight from the. But they even point out that they're not their actual names. They make yeah, a point true. of saying these aren't actually their names, but we're going to call it them anyway. We yeah. can't call them Keith, Helen, and Lucy. No, we have to call them Wasabi, Honey Ginger, and Go Go Do 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 Do. Keith. Well, to be fair, you've also got Fred. I thought his name was Tony. <laughs> oh, what? Was his name Fred? Fred. I was Fred, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Tony? <laughs> he struck me as a Tony. Um, yeah, Fred. Now, Fred's the outsider, because obviously, the everybody apart from Hero and Baymax are uh, like college students. Yeah. Like super geniuses. Yeah. Um, who, as we'll, dis- as we'll discuss later on, turn out to be not that 
not that genius. That, that bit in the book, we'll, t- we'll talk about that God. bit in a minute. Um, Except for Fred, who's the, the school mascot. And voiced by somebody... TJ Miller is Fred. I know him. He's been in things. Was he in Transformers 4 and died in the fire? <laughs> <laughs> I sense a trend here. I'm going to double check that. I think he was. I think Mike, he, he, he annoyed Michael Bay, so Michael Bay killed him. <laughs> um, uh, let me find I think him. he compared Michael Bay to Hitler. Oh, yeah, don't do that. No, don't do that. Megan Fox fan at the hard way. You don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, they... they yeah, the, the, the wrong of it is that... Yeah, he played Lucas Flannery in uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. See? So he died in a fire at the start. Of... This is a weird trend. Wow. Um, see it. So all of um, what was his brother's call? Uh, Tadashi. Him. Um, after he dies, all of his college friends kind of rally around him you know, um, and try and get him to go to college. But he's kind of Mopey. depressed. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly what it is. Heavy. It is heavy. To be fair, he did see his brother die, in a which fire. is fun. Yeah. Um, oh, we forgot to point out. That he was going to this college ran by this kind of famous inventor dude. Uh, you talking about Professor Callahan? Yes. Yes. Um, who also died in the fire. Yes. I use air quotes for the benefit of no one there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which, again, that's probably spoiler alert. Well, we've already said the spoiler alert. You, you're into, into it. Okay, spoiler start here. Spoiler alert! Um, yeah, he comes... Okay, do you want to dive into spoilers we give a, a, a quick... Well, we'll give a reaction. Do you think it's good? I think it's okay. So, yeah, Dr. Callan isn't really dead. Yeah, yeah. This is where the twist comes. That he warned Hero about this kind of shady business guy and said he doesn't do proper science. Turns out shady business guy killed Callahan's daughter in a portal accident. <laughs> yeah, basically. For some reason, like, Alistair Cree or Cray? Alistair Cray, that's the Cray, one. Yeah. Alistair Cray is, is set up to be the bad guy from, you know... Beat one of, yes. his, of his appearance, uh, and then they just pull the bait and switch. And it turns out that Cray's just an asshole, not a supervillain. He's just a bit of a dick. Just a bit of a dick. Accidentally loses uh, Callahan's daughter in a. They were Portal testing accident. portals, yeah. yeah, and she got lost in somewhere. Space, yeah, space and space things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns out Callahan managed to survive the fire by using Hero's microbots. Which, yeah. which were pretty cool. That was... My favourite bit of the movie was how cool the microbots were because they kind of have millions of them and they're like a like a moving sea. The the bad guy, which is Callahan, he has a mask on most of the time. Oh, he yeah, yeah. Of, The only reason I know that the supervillain that Callahan has had a name is because I've looked it up. At no point in the film, and this, this really should have been picked up by the frigging writers... No, it's either going to be stupid or... Uh, the name of the... Yeah, there it is. Okay, Yokai is the name of the... Which I assume is some kind of Japanese term for demon because he does wear an Oni mask. So yes. there is that. Isn't Oni the Japanese word for demon? Oh, yes. Okay, well, Yoko might be more specific. Right, okay. Um, um, yeah, he's like a moving sea of like like a black sea that he can like manipulate with his mind and everything. It looks really cool. Really cool. The animation, I will say, is very good for it. Oh, yeah. I can't fault that for a minute. It didn't... It Well, it's, it's Disney Animation Studios and the mm-hmm. last two things they pulled out, no matter what you think of Frozen, it still looks good because... Mm-hmm. Disney animation. It's very good. Um, and it all turns out into a big fight at the end. Not Frozen. Big Hero 6. That would be even better. Where, you know, um, Hero has to build, has to help his college friends become superheroes. He builds them more costumes. One gets laser swords. One dresses like Pikachu. 
um, and gets these little disc things that she can kind of like run around on. And also, throw. she learns how to use them in the space of three seconds. She does. She's like, "Whoa, got it!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like how quick Rowdy learned to use the war machine armor. Even though the first half of Iron Man is entirely spent on he can't work the armor because it's too complicated. Rowdy yeah. literally just steps in and went, "Right, I got this band. <laughs> this suit made perfectly for my height and weight." Yeah. Anyway, um, what did the other one? Yeah, the, the honey lemon gets like the the bag the, that that creates shoot. chemical. Bombs, essentially. Yeah, but not bombs. They just create gloop and smoke. Yeah, okay. And Fred gets the fire-breathing monster. Yeah, Fred dresses up as a kaiju, essentially. Gets a robotic yeah. kaiju suit with a flamethrower. Yeah. Which, fair enough. The the weird the weird comparisons in, in the characters come, obviously, back to the comic book. Uh, Hero, pretty much as he is in the comic books. Baymax is, is a robot in the comic books, but is more of a Transformers-looking robot. Right. Who can also um, sort of like alter his outward appearance to look like a scaly monster. Mm-hmm. So you've got two modes, Mecha Baymax and Monster Baymax. Right. Obviously, that's not in the movie. In the movie, you've got Fat Flabby Baymax and Battlesuit Baymax. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you get Murder Baymax, which is my favourite form. Not an official name. One that me and Luke coined. That was scary. Yeah, that was awesome. They, take, they took out his, his healing chip and put in the kill kills. Um, well, chip. he had the kill chip in anyway. Oh, yeah, they like, just took it in, and then, and then he just tries to kill everybody. <laughs> murder Baymax. I loved oh, Murder Baymax. Okay. That was the point. Okay, well, I'll come back to the By Maximum Garnied. <laughs> oh, God, you're an asshole. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> oh, good Lord, that's made me choke. Um, but there was a point, that point in the film was where it stopped being a pretty good, you know, pretty average movie and started being a really good movie. Just because, obviously, I'll be honest, I didn't see the bait and switch coming. I no. thought I thought we were going to stick rigidly to Cray as the bad guy. I thought maybe Callahan could have survived, but we'd be like, "I've come to help." Here are the nanobots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, they, they pulled the bait and switch very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, Murder Baymax's appearance was excellent, and the final fight was pretty pleasing. So like, yeah. And it did. That's the unfortunate. Again, the unfortunate thing about the the movie is it is that short that we got to the final fight so damn quickly. Really? We didn't really get much time with the big hero six. No. As the Big Hero 6. In fact, there was more stuff about the Big Hero 6 being superheroes in the ending credits, which was really annoying. Yeah, that was. That was... But they were quite stupid. Because there yes. is a point where um, Baymax and, and Hero are kind of dealing with, with, with Callahan. Um, and Callahan's tra- used the microbots to trap the other four superheroes. Essentially. And they can't do anything. And then Hero just says something along the lines of. Think outside the box. And all of a sudden, they'll figure out an escape plan. Now, Fred is stupid. So he might have needed the help. And admittedly, his was the funniest. He's going like, oh, it's a suit. I could just pull oh, my yeah, arms just pull that, that was quite funny. That got, was one of the only two laughs I had in the entire movie. Um, I laughed at the fist bump thing as well. Oh, yeah. Boo-loo-loo-loo. <laughs> that was cool. Um, I laughed at Harry Baby. Where he's stroking the cat. Oh, yeah. Powered down no, drunk. No. Powered down drunk, Baymax. That's another figure I need. Yeah, that was... Oh, you don't need the figures. Are they the guys' figures? Uh, Carry on. Um, yeah, so, so the other three super geniuses apparently need to be told that they were super geniuses <laughs> to remember that they were super geniuses. Oh, yeah, we're super geniuses. We can escape these things. Oh, we'll just do this. <laughs> like, it hadn't occurred to them. Like, if he hadn't showed you, they would just die. <laughs> so their genius is questionable. Um, and then it all ends happily. Yeah. And he goes to college, yeah. Essentially. Okay, so yeah, uh, well, they need to tie up the last couple of comic book ties. So Honey Lemon has the in in Big Hero Six, Disney Marvel has the bag that can create those little poofy bomb things. Mm-hmm. In the comics, it's a little bit weirder because it's a bag that leads to another dimension. 
Can she shoot the dimension at people? No, she can pull whatever she needs out of the other dimension. Oh, like a... It's a it's Deus Ex Machina, basically. Right, okay. Uh, Tamago has the biggest change of... Tamago? Go, go, Tamago. Uh, the one in the Pikachu suit. Go, go, Tomato. Okay. <laughs> go, go, Tomato. <laughs> so, Tomato tomato Soup has got the the weirdest change, because in the comics, she's an ex-con, like, just coming out of prison for for bad things. Bad things. I can't remember what the bad things are. I'm fairly certain it's serious. Heroin. Uh, Probably. Right. Uh, for being Heisenberg. Um, yes. And obviously in the comics, she's just someone who likes bikes. And that's pretty much the only thing she you learn does, about her character. She does like bikes does and love she's it. quite surly. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much to the rest of the characters, immediately. For some reason, a big thing was um, was made about her catchphrase of woman up. Um, because apparently that's a catchphrase. A big thing was made about that. It's kind of like, yeah, it's empowering. I'm like, mm, why is it? Yes. Yes, geez. Let's agree, just because old Tumblr doesn't come after us. Immediately she did, like, you know, outman all the men. Yeah. Like, it pains me to call him Wasabi. Wasabi and Fred were quite useless. No, Um, once Wasabi knew how to use the friggin' sword. No, but I mean, they were quite, you know, scared and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasabi was kind of, like, very straight edge. Yeah. And Fred was a moron. Yeah. Which, but but still Fred was probably one of the best characters. the other one, uh, Honey Lemon was just Phoebe. Phoebe <laughs> with bombs. Yeah. I don't think Hero was all that well. Well, Hero was incredibly flawed, but that actually fit he the movie had a, really yeah, well. He, did. he had a good arc, I suppose. I, I, I won't remember. I won't remember his name in about a month, other than going Hero. I, I think on the character front, I think my biggest not problem. The thing that stuck with me was that Callahan was Doctor Octopus. Yeah. Essentially. Like, so many similar beats between that and Dr. Octopus's story in Spider-Man 2, which was weird. Mm. Like, you know, has a loved one killed by a machine, a science machine. Um, essentially, you think he's dead. He's not actually dead. He's just gone a bit mental. Um, uses technology to steal back his, the machine that killed the loved one. And, yeah. Also, the more you think about it, Hero is basically Spider-Man as well. Yeah. Yeah, goes into action. Spider-Man does have a robot in the Japanese uh, manga, so yeah. Yeah, but if we could all forget that the Marvel manga verse existed at one point, that would be fantastic. There was even movies done on it, weren't they? Well, Japanese Spider-Man's a different entity into himself. Because I know they did a Wolverine anime. Oh, you're on about those terrible animes they brought out. And he was voiced by uh, the Heroes guy. There was... Rocky Balboa Jr. Yeah, yeah. There was... The, the terrible the Valentine? I can't remember his name. There was the terrible Wolverine anime, the terrible Blade anime, the terrible X-Men anime. Oh, boy, the X-Men anime. I didn't see the Blade one. The Blade one's terrible. Uh, they're all terrible. They're all terrible. Yeah. There was a Blade TV show. Yes, there was. When did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, someone told me about it. I was like, no, there wasn't. We would have heard about that. I thought there was like saying there's going to be one. I was like, Oh, it just happened like on FX. It's already it's already been undone. Like <laughs> happened, went, cancelled. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, great. Um, so like, obviously, the star of the movie is Baymax. Yeah, obviously. there's no way around it. He was built from the ground up to be the breakout star. And to be fair, he's the best thing about the movie. Yeah, yeah. and Scott Adsit, the guy who voices Baymax, does really well to capture that sort of the robot tr- struggling to comprehend. Mm-hmm. Why humans do things, which well, is, which is great. It never really came to a point where it was like stupid, like oh, he's grown feelings. No, it didn't do that. He he was very much a robot right up until his death. That was another thing that's kind of rushed. Baymax essentially sacrifices himself to save you know, and uh, Callahan's daughter. 
And then he just rebuilds him with the chip. Yeah. The chip was in the hand and he put, just builds that, a new That was that. clever, though. Like, he, he, he'd taken yeah. time to put the chip into his but hand. But it still felt a bit, you know... Right, this is the thing. It's a robot, so it can just be rebuilt. You have his consciousness, essentially. But it's still like, yeah, but the robot version, the first husk... Vimax is still floating in yeah, the space. Yeah, thing. they didn't, they didn't, they didn't think about that. They can't just cut to it like the end of South Park, where the whale's dead on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> they just can't just cut to oh, Vimax just dead in the void. It was just, it was like, and, and then it was like, oh, he's back. Hug. Da, 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 credits. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, oh, we haven't mentioned the post-credit thing yet. Oh yes, okay. So we've we've, de- we've definitely flagged up spoilers. This is the post-credit spoiler, so definitely don't listen. Post-credit spoiler. There it is. Um, yeah. Stand the man. Stand the man. Yeah. That's the only thing that was like, yeah, okay, this is a Marvel movie. Yeah. Because he, 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 he's Fred's dad. Yeah. And there is a point where you walk past, he's walking down the corridor and says, this is my dad. And it looks like Stan. Luke didn't realise it was Stanley. <laughs> I did. Yeah, when I saw the poster, I was like, not the poster, the portrait, I was like, Stan's coming. He's a coming. He's on the, and, um, see, I thought they were just going to end it there. You're just going to be a picture of him. And that would have been the, the fun little nod to... The people that were dragged by other people who thought it was going to be a Marvel movie were dragged to watch a kids' movie. Big thumbs up. Yeah. That was like, oh, it is a Marvel movie. But yeah, he turns up and, and just says, I'm a superhero. Come be a superhero with me, Fred. And Fred says, okay. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a Cliff Nance version. It, it, it works, though. It was it was a very nice... Uh... It's probably the most lines he's ever had in a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, it probably was, because he didn't have to act properly. He just had to sit in a booth and read. What so he had had like many long... He said a fair bit in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. This is a weird the... conversation. <laughs> How many sentences is Marvel? And of course it goes on further to support the whole Stan is the Watcher thing as well. That'd be the best. It would be so cool. Because they've got to get it done quickly. Because <laughs> he's, he's not of this realm anymore. Put it this way, I, I can't imagine he's going to, you know... Oh, this, okay, we're going to get morbid now, let's not be morbid, but yeah. If he turns up at the end of the Avengers 2 and it turns out, it's, oh, that'd be the best post-credit scene ever. If he's the Watcher. If he's the Watcher. Oh. Like, he just, you don't even need to mention it. He just needs to go, whoop. Like, do a, a Star Trek, whoop, yeah. and gone. I was like, and that's it. Yeah. And then he's the Watcher. And that then they never be... have to do it again. No, they don't. Um, okay, I, I think we've covered everything. Yeah, I think it's pretty comprehensive. So, final thoughts, Darren. I still think it was just okay. I have nothing... Bad to say. I've nitpicked a few things, but there were nitpicks. There was nothing wrong with it. I think it it set out to be a kids' movie, and it was a kids' movie. But because I'm not in that age range anymore, I think for me to have high praise, it has to it has to transcend. Okay, the genre. I do have a final question. Do you Go think? Do you, would you want to see more, more of that team? Would I see a sequel? Okay, two different questions. Then would you see a sequel? Yeah. Would you watch a TV show? I wouldn't watch a TV show. Because really? Okay. I don't watch any of the... I don't watch cartoons and it's like, you know, Simpsons Family Guy's safe box. So that bows past me. I, I If a sequel come out, I could probably be convinced to go and watch it, but I wouldn't go under my own power, I don't think. Because, again, it was just... You'd go if I'd force you, basically. Essentially, yes, which you would. Um, so you will. It had... I just think, like, like I said, for, for me to have high praise for it and me to even remember animated movies they kind of have to transcend they have to be I know I keep going back to these examples but they're the best too Shrek or Toy Story which can be enjoyed by people of any age and I just don't think it did that it's not a bad thing necessarily that it didn't do that because it was meant to be a kids movie but uh, a, a sequel could happen and I'd be like that's cool but I don't think I'd watch it but yeah if you have young kids by all means take them they'll have a whale of a time but I I'd say if you're going in as we did as a bunch of you know adults, temper your expectations. 
Fair enough. Um, I I don't one hundred percent agree. I do I do think that there are there are slightly disappointing parts about the movie, mainly because it doesn't have faith in being a family film. It wants to be a kids film, and I think that's the biggest the biggest flaw, and also one of the best flaws because we then have several several different. Uh, age ranges for superhero yeah. stuff, and right now Marvel is champion of that kind of thing, and it's great that they're doing something for the kids. Well, love it. It's like but, well, it's if you think of it as in comic books translating straight to movies, this is basically the Fantastic Four. This is the one, the entry level comic book that you know for kids. It's not meant to be, you know, it's not going to be Civil War levels of complexity or Dark Knight Returns level of grit. It's just going to be it's for kids. Yeah. So that's I, I, I why I can't really hold it as a criticism. Yeah. Which, is, which is why I, I think it would have been better if they'd aimed it more for the whole family and not, not just for the children because the, 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 the kids need something yeah, too. Yeah, yeah the kids need something too. Won't you please think of the children? <laughs> we'll find a Simpsons quote for everything, won't we? Yes, we will. Good stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I, I, think, I think that's the only thing I was disappointed with because the rest of the stuff is good and it is... You will. You'll probably get more laughs than Darren did because Darren is a joyless soul. Because um, joyless, you're not that joyless. I'll have to the SpongeBob trailer. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you are experiencing more joy than any of us because they've officially ruined SpongeBob. Yeah, it does look god awful. But yeah. the, the bits under the first animated bits where it's still under the sea look kind of funny. Yeah. When, when it all, looks... all unimportant characters follow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. There's, there's, there's a glimmer of hope in that show, but it will never come back. Anyway, Big Hero 6 is, in my opinion, a pretty great animated movie. Certainly the best film of 2015 so far. There's the obvious joke out of the way. Have I seen it? Oh, I haven't. There you I'm go. going to watch Foxcatcher on Friday. Oh, sweet. It's going to be miserable as fuck. Yay! <laughs> it's about amateur wrestling and Sweet Chani Tea and Steve Carell with a nose. Oh, speaking of Sweet Chani Tea, we're recording this on the day that the Gambit movie the got Gambit in there. The Gambit movie's coming... <laughs> Pretty soon as well. October 2016. <laughs> it's good news. We kind of knew it was coming. Wait, does that mean we get... We're getting two X-Men movies that year. Oh, wow. We're getting Apocalypse and, and Gambit. Gambit. <laughs> oh, fuck it. We'll end that. So, I'll just... Can I just finish my final <laughs> thought on the go, movie? Go. It's great. It's a little bit kid-oriented, a bit short, and it does kind of mis- like misunderestimate your attention span, but it's good, clean, fun, and Baymax is awesome. It's kid Orientalated. Oh, let's end there. Let's end on that one. Oh, <laughs> good God. That, that sounded so much better in my head from, when I could say for it. More, for more from us, you can visit our new website. <laughs> I don't even have the energy to say that we've got a new website thanks to that. That's the worst. <laughs> that was the worst. That's the best. No, it's not. You can find us on a new website, failentertainment.com. Just launched this week. Which is good, great news it for is. us. It is. It's fucking awesome. Thank you very much. It's really cool and sweet. Yay! Of course, you can always find Darren at um, find more high quality jokes and puns at uh, <laughs> thegoodfuturedesign.co.uk. Content may vary. You can find <laughs> wildly. <laughs> you can find me at at that Mike Owen. You can follow the team at FowlyNT, Facebook.com forward slash Entertainment, and of course FowlEntertainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to our review, and we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.